Hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of Totally 80s and 90s Recall. If you're new to this podcast, we are so excited that you stopped by. And for our returning listeners, thank you so much for the continued support. Well, if you love all things 80s and 90s, from music and movies to television, pop culture and fashion, then this is the podcast for you. I am one of your hosts, David Old, joined as always by my good friend, Rob McCracken. Welcome back, Rob. Hola. Hola. That's, that's Spanish for hello. That is. That's like that old Saturday Night Live, um, Chris Farley, where he goes, I am El Nino, which is Spanish, Spanish for the Nino. The Nino. <laughs> that always makes me laugh. So, all right. Well, on this podcast, Rob and I will travel back to the two decades that shaped not only our lives, but influenced the world for generations that followed. Each episode, we will develop and discuss lists of selected topics or perhaps identify a significant event, movie, or whatever we recall from growing up in the 80s and 90s, hopefully providing some fun and nostalgia along the way. This is a very special episode as Rob and I will cover our favorite rom-coms of the 1990s. However, that's not why it's special. We cover topics all the time. We will not be creating these lists alone today as we have two of the best guest hosts we could find for our first ever Valentine's Day episode, Our Beautiful Wives, Laurel and Paula. Ladies, welcome to the show. Hello. 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 Are you excited to be here? Absolutely. There we go. Can't think of a better way to spend a Saturday afternoon. Well, lots of laughs for sure. I'm, I'm sure we're going to be laughing here. So, But we're spending it be together. Fun. We are. We are. Does this, this count as a date night? Oh. Well, no, we want to discuss that. The night. It is the day. <laughs> it wow. is the day. And I don't have any food in front tomato, of me. Tomato. No, and that's what we I'm already discussed. I'm missing a glass of wine. Mm-hmm. This, I think maybe afterwards. Plans afterwards. Yes. Plans yep. afterwards. That's fair. That's fair. This is a good start, though. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you excited to have the wives on the show, Rob? Yeah. I think this will be fun. I'm excited. I like to use the word think. You're not positive. <laughs> Did I say think? it's going to be fun? Oh, that was a slip. No, I'm excited. I don't think so. I'm excited. You know, I really am. Was that a Freudian slip? I don't yes. think so. You were saying what you meant. I think it'll be okay. Yeah, it'll be okay. Right? Yeah. I guess we'll find out afterwards. So, well, before we jump in, I just want to get everybody's opinion on how they feel about the romantic comedy genre of movies. I, I don't like them. Don't like them. I'm going to tell you right off the bat, I didn't like this project. Why do you not like them? I didn't like it. I don't know. I didn't like it. Just saying I don't like it is not a reason. I didn't Just like it. give a reason. Paula had movies on her. Uh, how many did you have on the cutting room floor? Well, I think, You had lots. I think I have like 13 written down, but those are just ones that no. I thought were contenders, but there were a lot more I could have written down. I barely filled my slots. So this was not fun for me. But we'll, what about Laurel? I... I enjoyed it, but hey, I'm a big fan of the rom-coms, so I mean, what's not to love? Love story. Love story. Comedy. Good thing to go on a date. You know, I, I Well, don't they know. don't I love make them. you think. They don't. I don't know. You feel good at the end of them. Yes. Well, sometimes you're a little sad at parts. Yes. You know, you don't, know. don't like Hallmark movies, and they're exactly oh, the same thing. Oh, no. All of it's the same. Oh, no. It's no, funny. Hallmark is terrible. Paula loves See, a Hallmark well, movie. Well, not quite oh. so much anymore. I'm kind of, I tried to watch them over break and i couldn't they're just not working anymore no but i i was a huge hallmark fan so i am i'm really into the i'm really i'm a big reader and i'm really into what i call beach reads i don't want to read a book that i have to think about i think way too much in my regular life so i like to escape in my books and in my movies and i feel like a rom-com is one of those where you 
you get to escape. Absolutely. M- my favorite thing that we did was one year we did, uh, we found it, was it a bingo? It was like, it was like a, it was a Hallmark movie. It was bingo. a Hallmark movie uh, bingo. We have Hallmark Monopoly. Monopoly. It was awesome. Hallmark movie. It made like getting Christmas. through a Hallmark movie mm-hmm. way better. Yeah. We have a Hallmark oh, Christmas movie. movie Monopoly. Monopoly. So it's got all the movie titles. We made our children play it with us. <laughs> and they like, because Ethan and I will watch and you have boys. Hallmark. <laughs> yeah, and Ethan and I will watch Hallmark Christmas movies because mm-hmm. I like the aesthetic. You, it's so you, know, you you're a Hallmark fan. Yeah. Not I'm not a Hallmark fan. Eleven months out of the year, I like it at Christmas. Okay, they go to their little Christmas village. They came from the city. Mm-hmm. You somebody's got some named guy. Noel. Yeah, somebody's some, named. Noel. Yeah, someone's <laughs> named Noel. Some they guy. They have a tree. The near miss kiss. The near miss kiss. The near miss kiss. There's always a guy like the meet cute. She went to high school with who now owns a yep. tree farm, but he's the richest guy in town. And <laughs> city girl like goes that. to the country. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah. yeah, you don't have to think about it. Nice and easy. Yeah. See, that's what I like. It's a little about cheesy, it. but yes, it's but okay. it's missing the comedy element. I don't and think I so. Think I laugh. I laugh at how terrible the acting is. And however you get to that point, you laugh. So it met its objective was to make. You laugh. Well, I am okay with rom-coms. I like some, and then others are just too much. Um, and those ones don't make my list, so that's good. I prefer the more funny of the f- funny version of the the calm of the rom-coms. So I would, uh, as long as I'm laughing the whole time, I can deal with it. If it gets a little too sappy, then you know. And they always have like the cheesy one-liners. You know, I like the one-liners. They're memorable. Mm-hmm. Sometimes one-liners. Sometimes. Uh, yeah. So that's what makes the movie, and then people remember it, and it goes into pop culture. Mm-hmm. And then you can never say it to anyone else. No one repeats those to anybody, but you say them for the movie. True. You've never used that, any of the lines you see in the movie. Like you, before we were all married, you're out, you know, taking a Tom Hanks line and going, oh. People weren't coming up and saying, you had me at hello. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's so. how I met Paula. You had me at hello. <laughs> that's pretty There's good. a whole story to that. That's oh. funny. I have that written down somewhere, so I'm gonna have to hit okay. that. But we all well, knew each other at that time. So. We did. We did. <clears throat> well, let's dive in. Let's see if we can convince our crush that we should be more than just friends, but not before they tell us that they had us from hello. As we fall truly, madly, deeply in love with '90s rom com. Normally, Rob and I present our top 10 list. However, for this special episode, because we have our guest hosts, we will be each revealing our top five 90s rom-coms. So, Rob, prove to us that love doesn't stink and lead us off with your number five. Uh, All right. You got... Okay. Number five. Son-in-law, 1993. Um, Okay. Discuss. (laughs) That is... I don't, that's not really a rom-com. Tell me why not. Because you, okay, the definition I'm, you said, okay. does, is there, is there a romantic element? There is. And romantic. is it a comedy? And it yes. has both those. Yes. Ish a romantic element. He's not. He's a, she's a South Dakota girl. Yep. I got that. She meets Crawl. I got mm-hmm. it. I know California the, I kid. Know son in law. Goes to the farm. Trust they me. fall in love. There's a, there's it. a, they try to mess it up. The, the country kid. But they're f- being fake engaged. Just so that the but then they become boyfriend. real. They they fall in love for reals. They don't. They for say they're going to put it on hold and go back to college and see how it works out. Everything but points to there's them a just chance. Being friends. I'm telling you. Okay, that's my right. number five. I, I'm sticking I, with it. I, I think if, 
It I meets think it the holds. criteria. I, I think it meets Thank the criteria. You. And I forgot about that movie. I'm, huh. I mean. I love that I movie, though. It's yes, funny. I, I know. It makes me laugh. It's super yes. stupid. It doesn't make me think. Steven Tyler PJs. It make me think. Yes. Yeah. Right? Cheek chillers. Cheek chillers. Yes. It's got a lot of one-liners in it. A lot of one-liners. See? But good one-liners. Yeah. When I do like that the, movie, but I didn't think of it as a rom-com, but it meets the criteria. All right. Okay. It's close. There's no, I don't think there's any resolve at the end where they get together because mm. they say they're going to put it on hold and go back to college. Mm. And that indicates they're going to be married, friends. right? Of putting that on hold. But they weren't going out in the first place. So, I don't no, know. No, but maybe. they were fake yeah. engaged. That I think there's I think there's real feelings there. Maybe. I think it's a rom-com. I do too. All right. That's my number five. Okay. Oh, and by the way, okay. it has a 21% Rotten Tomatoes. That's really good. Oh. And Brendan Fraser made a cameo. You as said, Link as from Link, Encino Man. Encino Man in the, oh. in the dorms. Oh. Yeah, yes. when he comes in and he mm-hmm. says, we've got to get more beer for the beer bong, he's in there and he eats the frog again. Yeah. So, But uh, what was the audience score? Oh, I didn't Did put that, that? Yeah. yeah. So the it's Rotten probably Tomatoes, better. sometimes the audience likes it better than the critics. Mm. So, Well, that was a start. I usually will give him like good start, solid start, but we'll go start. <laughs> so Paula, see if you can pick it up and find a true rom-com. Okay. Mine was more probably... Um, one that might actually make some other people's list, but it was 10 Things I Hate About You. Mm, very good. Ah, good one. So with that, I really liked that one because it was more of the classic teen, high school, mm-hmm. romance, you know. I was thinking about my age during the 90s, and I was, what, 11 to 20, so. Uh, help me. 10 things I hate about you. What's the, what's the storyline? I honestly, oh, okay. I, I don't know. Oh, Can you, you give it like oh, the 30 yeah. second? So I mm-hmm. guess it, it has a cult following I read now. Like everybody, I guess is coming back to it again. Is this the but one that's like the taming of the shrew? It's, yes. Like, okay. Based on the taming Ledger, of the shrew. Heath Ledger, Julia Stiles. Does he sing it across the bleachers? He does. Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. What's the so, song? I don't, I don't you know. Don't know. No. I didn't remember the song either. Do you know the song? Do I know the song? Yep. I love you, baby. Yeah, that's okay. it right there. <laughs> okay. Very good. They mentioned about that, and I was like, I don't remember the song necessarily, but I guess the feeling I liked about this is just the idea of like, I'd love to go to, I always lived in a small town, and they were, it's set in, I don't know if it's set in Seattle, but it's, it's filmed in Seattle. It's filmed, I think. In Tacoma. That, that old high school. The and that high school was yeah. super cool, and I just remember thinking that, and I don't know. I just really liked it. You know, she's the angry teenage girl that oh, yeah. isn't really into anybody. And then all nope. of a sudden, in the end. Well, it in. doesn't hurt anything that Heath Ledger comes walking right. up. So it's like, oh, I hate all men. And then Heath yeah. Ledger walks in like, OK, yeah. well, I'll make an exception. Right. Yeah. So, no, that's a underrated teen comedy. That is a rom-com because mm-hmm. that's where. So for number five, you're the better McCracken. So. Oh, thank you. That was a good, good pick. That yeah, was a good pick. That was a good pick. You're off to a good start. So, Laurel, let's keep it going. All right. Well, actually, my number five was originally released. It is an Australian picture that was released in 1992 in Australia and then later released in February, February 12th of 1993 in the U.S. It actually um, premiered at the Cannes Film Festival and had a 15 minute standing ovation. 
And that movie is strictly ballroom. As soon as you said Australia, I was I, like, I totally forgot. I could have sworn that was Crocodile Dundee. But <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Strictly ballroom. <laughs> yes. It's a Baz Luhrmann film. Do you guys know who he is? I, I yeah, know he does the Moulin Rouge. So yes, mm-hmm. this was actually his very first film, and it began what they call the Red Curtain trilogy. So it was this in '96, followed by Romeo and Juliet in 2001, mm-hmm. the one with Leo. And um, Claire Danes. Just real quick, I think yeah. your dates are off. No. So oh, Strictly I wrote, Ballroom I'm sorry, was 92. 90, 96, sorry, 96 yeah. for the, the Romeo and Juliet. And then 01 for Moulin Rouge. Mm. So he Perfect. was responsible for A shout for out those. to our crack so. research team that, sorry. Yes, I was that on caught that. that. I, it was my typing error looking at it. So well, I knew that. Stuff, so. I knew that because in our movies of 96, Rob was brave enough to put Romeo and Juliet on his top 10 list. Yeah. So that's how I knew. Another good one. I didn't realize those were connected. They were they same are. director. So, have you seen the movie Strictly nope. Ballroom, Paula? I yes, I th- I think that's huh? one of the ones that we watched. Probably quite a bit. watched quite a bit. Well, yeah. What Not makes it a rom com? So this is. It there's a love sound story. Funny. It is funny. Um, in <laughs> the Baz Luhrmann, uh, it is funny. There's strictly. Strictly. That's a, that's a real direct. So the story is about a ballroom dancer. He's like a golden boy. His parents um, had been ballroom dancers and they competed. Um, and he wants to like defy the traditional ballroom dancing because he thinks it's boring. And he wants to dance the Paso Doble. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Um, I think something. I'm remembering. Yeah. at the competition and everybody is against it. His uh, current partner's throwing a fit about it. But he finds kind of this wallflower girl that also is learning to dance at the studio. And she agrees to do it with him. Um, it's kind of um, has some it's under I mean the humor in it you have to I don't know you have to be a fan it's like really in your face and loud if you've seen any other Baz Luhrmann movies oh you haven't you've seen, seen Romeo, well, uh, Romeo and Juliet yeah yeah. yeah yeah so it's kind of big and loud and it, they're artsy. It's a bunch of art Australian it artsy. actors it's very artsy so there's definitely some some comedy in it um, and then the love story at the end you know the he falls in love with the the new partner and kind of revives the whole family and everybody feels better about it. I don't know. It's a good movie. Well, so, I and the music's seen, great. I haven't seen that one either. She's mentioned it to me many times and I've not, it has never drawn my interest, but who knows? Maybe sometime. But so far I have not watched it. Well, So it I will just, take your word for it. Yeah. One that I watched a lot of times and it's been a long time since I've seen it, but when it kind of came across in my research, I'm like, I absolutely watched that a ton. And yes. you, you know this movie. Yeah. yeah, she yeah. probably watched it. I think we probably watched watch it at our, yeah. our apartment, possibly. Yeah, that's I think feel like we had a tape of it. Yes. Because I know VHS. my sister would have been there. Yeah, yes. so for so those, VHS. real quick, just a little background. For those listening, our wives went to high school together, and then they also had an apartment together in college. Mm-hmm. So as we mentioned on previous podcasts, I'm responsible for Rob's life. Um, because he never would have met you no. if it hadn't been for what us. So I, th- I think he like it was a real specific percentage. It was like he's responsible for 85% of I my success. I said 75, 75, 75 to 80. I won't take credit for all of it, oh, okay. but there's a chunk that does belong to me. So that's fine. Well, that's a good. I'll that's take your word start. for it because I haven't seen it. Um, 10 Things I Hate About You was really good, but I think I have the best one to start with, and that's going to be Blast from the Past. This came out 12 February 1999. So Brendan Fraser, Alicia Silverstone, Christopher Walken, Sissy Spacek, Rotten Tomatoes 58%, audience score 56%. Uh, if you don't know the movie, quick synopsis. Uh, 
Christopher Walken thinks a nuclear missile is going to hit his backyard. So they go down into a bunker for 35 years. Brendan Fraser grows up in the bunker. Uh, the locks open 35 years later. He goes to the surface to get supplies, food, make sure. Because they don't know if it's all crazy up there. Turns out a missile didn't hit in the backyard. It was a plane. So they live down there for no reason. Uh, he goes out to find a wife. He meets Alicia Silverstone. Uh, my favorite scene in the movie, one of my favorite scenes is, uh, this was during the swing dance revival. He goes to the club and he does the swing dancing and all the girls fall all over him because he said, you know, I've been taking a, a dance class, a dance lesson every day for the last 30 something years because his mom taught him all the old school dance moves down in the bunker. So, but yeah, blast from the past. Fantastic movie. I do remember watching that one. Yeah. It didn't even nothing. hit my radar when I was thinking about well, this. I, I saw it when doing my research, but I got to mm. say that there really are funny. many, many more movies yeah. that would rank much higher. It's than not that even one. on my. First no, of all, it wasn't even on my floor. <laughs> floor either. First of all, any project Laurel starting with Brendan Fraser comes in yes. swinging. She always yeah. does. Well, um, this is what married. she does. What's that? I said they are married. This is how we survive. We go, <laughs> we come in swinging. We don't agree on much. Nope. <laughs> it's the true. As Paul Abdul said, opposites attract. There you go. Oh, now I have that song in my head. Yeah, you should. Mm-hmm. It's a good song. DJ Scatcat. I don't know. We may. There may be a few that on the list. Maybe we'll, we'll have some little crossover. No, mostly she's mm-hmm. probably going to hate all of mine, but I will well, hey, do the best. You probably so. weren't. You're not a fan of my first voice choice either. Well, so. I didn't know it. I'm not, not a fan. I just don't know it. So. <laughs> and that's, oh, that's oh, good, that's good to point you. out that we have not revealed these lists. No, we have no. not. No, this no. Is no. First, everybody first time we've heard it. Yep. Okay. So. He, yeah, I'm surprised actually, but I know that he is not a fan of things like Moulin Rouge. It's not great. And it's so I'm gonna guess that this would probably not be a. But my I don't. Pick will not be one. But that I he don't hate Romeo and Juliet. I did find that entertaining. So, well, Rob, uh, that leads us back to you, and we'll see if you can actually find a rom com here and re- give us number four. Redeem myself. Uh, my number four is The Wedding Singer, 1998. Really good. good one. Is that a good choice? Did I do good? That's a good one. That uh-huh. one's good. See, that hits all the boxes. All so right. you're one for two. So, uh, yeah, basis, he's a, it's based in 90, uh, 1985. Uh, Adam Sandler plays a, a wedding singer. Uh, and they, him and Drew Barrymore, they get into a relationship and they fall in love. But um, I liked it. I remember the characters. A lot of the characters in this, in this movie were people we grew up watching. So Kevin Nealon. Uh, uh, Steve Buscemi, John Lovitz, uh, Billy Idol's even in it. So uh, oh. a lot of the characters that from uh, SNL, like a good SNL crossover. So this is one that great movie, I great like. choice. I can't even, I can't mess with you. You totally redeemed yourself. Yes, we'll, we'll, we'll take from Dumb and Dumber. Just when you I think. totally redeemed, <laughs> totally redeemed. It is a cute one. It I've is always good. liked it. I always liked it. Well, I think we could win the newlywed game because my <gasps> number four is The Wedding Singer. Oh, look at that. Look Great at minds that. think of it. Because we were teasing. We're like, I don't think we'll ever guess each other's at all. So, yeah, number four. I think it's funny. Did you share your lists? Honest. Right. Cross my heart. I hope did that not. I stick 100 needles in my <laughs> No, but the one thing I like about The Wedding Singer is because you do laugh a lot. You I do. love Adam Sandler. I love Drew Barrymore. Mm-hmm. They're funny. And when I was researching songs of uh, uh, the, the uh, for our previous episode, uh, the the part that was I was laughing in bed as I was uh, researching was the the singer uh, um, Arquette. Oh yeah, and yeah. she's Alexis she, Arquette? she just knows the the chorus the chorus. That's yeah. all she knows from yeah. the, <laughs> the Boy George song <laughs> Boy George. over and over yeah. again. And I was laughing when that song came on. I just do you really want to hurt me? That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, it's set in what I think I saw eighty five. Eighty five set in eighty five. Eighty five. 
Yeah. 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 The 80s are just... Julia Gulia. Julia Gulia. Julia Gulia. Mm-hmm. It's a great name. Mm-hmm. Should that be is. a name of a 90s punk band. <laughs> there you go. That's it. So, so you gave your number four? Yeah. Number so four. That is Thank my number four. Awesome. So when you said that, I was like, oh, okay. Okay. Well, the McCrackens unite on number four, so... I'm going to guess we're not going to unite, but let's see your number four. (laughs) Probably not. Um, Mine has a little more subtle humor. So my number four is actually a mid-90s. It came out December 15th, 1995, and it starred Harrison Ford and Julia Ormond and Greg Kinnear, and that is Sabrina. It is a remake, actually. David, just his eyes completely rolled. Well, when I saw that, I remember... You being a Sabrina fan. Oh, I loved it. So I, I thought of you actually when I saw that yeah, on, the, on I, the list. Yeah, I saw it on the list when doing some research, and I'm like, you know, I watched that a lot. Pretty mm-hmm. sure we had the she VHS did. tape. We did. Um, we had a DVD. You know, of it's got it as some well. subtle humor in it. The mom, the mom, uh, her jabs back and forth is probably my favorite. It, I is, that, is that a remake? It is yeah. a remake. Yeah. Like a, there was a 1954 50s. Billy Wilder film. It started uh, Audrey Hepburn. And uh, Humphrey Bogart were in the original. I just don't like, and I like Harrison Ford. I don't like him in that movie. It's he's not doing a good job. He's kind of <laughs> he's just a straight man. He's Linus Larrabee, just being grumpy, and he's like no he's delivery. To be. That's fine, but it's it's insufferable. His brother, Greg Kinnear, is the easygoing, <laughs> I, I you know, it. party boy. I know. I, you've made me watch Sabrina. I've seen I the know. movie. It's not. It's not for me. But I won't dog it. I just don't want to watch it anymore. So, but I'm glad that you picked it. I'm glad that you enjoyed it. So, um, well, yeah, you're I lucky. Just, we don't watch it. I don't watch it that often. You don't. Every it, once in a no, while, I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot about forever. that movie. And no. no, I haven't watched when it. When I first met you, it would come on TV. You popped it in. You watched it several times. Well, we watched that's it at your parents' house. It was only about a three year old movie when yeah, I no. first met you. So, so, it's all good. It was, yeah, it was on repeat. I a lot, would say, so. even though she made fun of it the first choice I had, I would say we've seen Blast from the Past more recently than we've seen Sabrina. So, that tells you the quality that we're diving into there, right? So. Or who picks the movies. (laughs) Well, um, you may not agree, but it did get nominated for Best Picture at the Golden Globes in 1996 for a musical or comedy. And also Harrison Ford was nominated for Best Actor in a musical or comedy. Well, nominations aren't everything because... uh, I think other people (laughs) would think that it was okay. All right. Well, nominations aren't everything because Jerry Maguire was nominated for Best Picture at the Oscars. (laughs) Yeah, that's, that, that, was, that was no reason that should that's ever happen. Terrible. So, so ratings aren't everything. Well, okay. that's a choice, and that's a choice that's for you. <laughs> so good job. That's a choice. My number four is, hers was subtle comedy. Mine is right up in your face. So I Married an Axe Murderer. Released 30 July 93, Mike Myers, Nancy Travis, more Mike Myers. Uh, 53 audience, or 53 Rotten Tomatoes, 68% for the audience. Um, this thing's funny all the way through. Obviously, Mike Myers is playing multiple characters, plays his dad, plays himself. Uh, basic plot of the movie, uh, he's trying to fall in love, Mike Myers. I think he has a job. They say he's a poet, but he's not really doing much. He was a beat poet. Uh, he was a beat poet. I didn't know that paid that well, mm-hmm. but apparently so. Uh, he ends up meeting Nancy Travis's character. They go out, they fall in love, but then he thinks that she's some kind of serial murderer. Uh, they end up getting married, but then on the wedding night, he thinks she's trying to kill him, mm-hmm. and so... Comedy ensues, right? Um, but my favorite two scenes in the movie, my first favorite scene is um, they're over at the house for dinner, yeah. 
and the dad is on the couch drunk talking to Mike Myers' friend. Yeah. And they're talking about the five wealthiest people controlling the world. The pentaverate. And yeah, the pen- <laughs> And he says, Well, who's in the 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 friend says, Who's in the who's in this club? And he's like, The Queen, the Gettys, the Rothschilds, the Vatican, and Colonel Sanders before he went tits up. And he says, Oh, I hated the Colonel. With and his, his whole face with his wee beady eyes. eyes. <laughs> Just and for no reason hating Colonel Sanders. And <laughs> The best part about that later is I always laughed anyway, but later finding out that that actor with him, yeah, he is didn't it, know any I, of that dialogue. I think he was a Deloise, I think. He's really laughing. Oh, like he's really? trying I, to. I think so. He's trying to. Oh, no, he's to, a Baldwin. No, no. He's uh, Anthony LaPaglia or oh, something okay. is his name. But he was, he he's didn't know Mike Myers was going to do any of that. And you can watch it on the movie. He's turning away, just trying not to like die laughing. Well, so he's, he makes fun of the kid. Yeah. Oh, he's like, heed, heed, pants, pants, no. Oh, he says, heed, yeah. move. Yeah. That kid's uh, like awesome. a head like Sputnik. His, yeah, that yeah, movie's yeah. awesome. Like an orange on but a toothpick. My favorite other part of that movie, which is <laughs> yes. very short part, but so good. It's actually my favorite part. Phil Hartman's in it, right? So they go visit Alcatraz, and Phil Hartman is a tour guide that used to be a prison guard when it was still an actual prison. And he's walking around the tour, folks, and he says, well, here's the story of the other tour guides won't tell you. He said, Machine Gun Kelly had in the system what we call a bitch. And he said, one night in a rage, he gouged out the bitch's eyeballs and then they took turns peeing in his ocular cavities. Well, he does it real subtle and real low like Phil Hartman. Then right when he says the ocular cavity parts and the whole crowd is like, oh my gosh, he goes, this way to the cafeteria. So (laughs) it's just perfect. He sells it perfect. Um, Like he's telling this horrid story and then he just goes this way to the cafeteria. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, so American Axe murder, hilarious. Love it. That's a good pick. I did watch that, but I didn't, Mm -hmm. when I saw it on the list, I actually thought I do want to rewatch that because I don't think I watched it as much as maybe some other movies. Mm -hmm. I'll give you some credit. That didn't even come up when I was doing research Mm -hmm. of thinking of rom-com. I don't know why, but it definitely fits those it, it no, it's does. a great I guess movie I it feel it's marks. more of a just a comedy versus uh, that's a what me too yeah but it does but fit. I guess there is but they the love story because they fall in love and then yeah. they get married but then he runs away from her on the wedding night thinking she's trying to kill yeah. him mm-hmm. turns out it's the it's sister so they reconcile and there yeah you go. so mm-hmm. it does fit in yeah. that but you're right I'm with Paula I think I would have thought of it as just more of a comedy, comedy. and that's probably mm-hmm. why it didn't um, come yeah. up when I was thinking because I do love that movie might be that's a, that's a rewatcher one. Oh, yeah. Favorite. Yeah, it yeah, might be my favorite uh, Mike Myers movie. All it's right, a good Rob. One. Number three. Sorry, I made her next murder. That was oh. my number three. Oh, we would great win minds. the Think Newlywood game. Yeah. Maybe we would we'd do well. David. We would. I would. We know a lot of stuff. I we already know that this works better. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. We're so, not seeing a lot of movies, David and I, together, obviously, because uh, <laughs> we do not have the same taste. So the only thing different on my list I put is that I found it was, ca- they call it a romantic black comedy. Oh. That, that that was, because yeah, it well, did have yeah, a little dark, a dark, dark yeah. humor to it. Um, uh, my, the thing I remember, I don't know why I remember, is his beat poet scenes. Oh, yeah. Where's he going? Well, Harriet. Man. Sweet Harriet. Yes, yeah, the woman, yeah. woman, yeah. woman. Woman, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah. He was Whoa, a man. Poet. Yeah. And then I put, man. in my notes, I put the grandpa. That was my other favorite scene was, uh-huh. you know, they put an addictive chemical that makes you crave it daily, <laughs> yeah. nightly, smart ass. Yeah. 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 That's the, Those that were whole the best scene scenes yeah. With, yeah. when he was playing his dad. Mm-hmm. Oh, when he does the Bay City Rollers. S-A-D-U-R-D-A-Y. Oh, yeah. Bay City Rollers. Or when the the mom's showing him photos and he comes in and goes, show him the one of Charlie shitting his pants at Niagara Falls. It's so good. Yes. That whole, yeah. 
So anyway, yeah, mm-hmm. that's my number three. Nice. So I married an expert. Perfect. Good number one. three. Well, my number three, I did read, was originally supposed to be a very dark movie. And then um, eventually when the certain, probably like director or something got a hold of it, changed it around. And that is Pretty Woman. Pretty Woman. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I did not okay. know that about that. And I dark, also, huh? it was supposed to be dark. Vivian was supposed to be the one with all the drug issues and all of that, but they switched that over to her friend. Was her friend's cat? Yeah, Kit. Maybe. Kit. 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 That's what it was. And uh, yeah, and also how many big name actors were supposed to be mm-hmm. play both parts and they didn't, you know, either didn't want to portray a prostitute or didn't want it when it was so dark and all of this. And there were like names lists before they finally got to Julia Roberts and Richard Gere. So. I mean, that's a classic rom-com. It is. I mean, it's 1992, the old, I think. the old-fashioned right? no, story of a prostitute meeting a rich guy and then mm-hmm. getting rich. Uh, it's, yeah, it's they adult, made it more adult, of a Cinderella yeah. story yeah. versus... Uh, See, I, I don't... Uh, that felt like more of a drama to me. Like no. it, it's got some humor to it. Yeah, remember when he slams like the... And she laughs yeah. uncontrollably. And that was completely, I read, was completely... Adlet. the cuff. Yep. Adlet. Yeah. Didn't Adlet. Gary Marshall? Gary Marshall. Gary Marshall. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. he told Richard Gere to do it, but they didn't tell Julia Roberts that they were doing and it. So that's her real laugh. And, and she does at the when they're watching Polo, she mimics Arsenio Hall with the woo woo. Yes. Oh. So so there's some funny stuff. Okay. I I think. But when Jason I, Alexander's in that movie, yeah. who's George Constanza. And he plays a nasty. Known for being funny, and he is not funny He's at all. No. He's a He's jerk. A creep. The whole movie. So. But yeah, Pretty Woman. But yeah, so, and that's one that, you know, 1990, I was like, oh my gosh, I was only 11. What was I doing? Watching (laughs) Watching Pretty Woman. Perfect. But I do remember watching that and watching it a lot with, and even like, I think as a family. And And see, when you're 11, you can go, well, if I grow up to be a prostitute, hopefully I'll meet a rich person (laughs) and then he'll just pull me right out of that, that lifestyle and I'll have no problems. And come rescue me. Yeah. And there are some pretty steamy. Well. Rob is your intimate scenes in that movie. There is. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the piano and the bar. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Right. And yeah. yeah, it is. But, you know, when I was watching that at, well, our age, because I would have only been like a year or two <laughs> older than you, um, probably picking up, I liked her clothes. That was probably a lot yeah. of it. She got to go shopping yeah, and Rodeo Drive. Her first clothes I've seen all the great, awesome stuff, no. you know, flying the private <laughs> jet. Those were the things I and picked up. And there's some on. lines in it that you say, like, but I'm not wearing any pantyhose yeah, yeah. or something mm-hmm. like that. Okay. And I do, when I have a lot of cash or I see people with a lot of cash in their hands or like just kind of holding cash, I always say like, I have all this money and nobody, no, nobody, nobody will, will sell it. me any clothes. You know? <laughs> so there's things that we st- I quote. Sweet. It's a good pick. Good pick. Good pick. Good. So are we at Laurel's? Oh, I was going to oh, ask really yeah, quick. What do you, so this Rotten Tomatoes thing, I did look at that last night because mm-hmm. I have seen or heard you talk about that. Yep. So what is a, where do you think the cutoff is where it's a good Rotten Tomatoes score? Well, I think their gauge is anything above 65% from the critics they consider um, high. Okay. Anything below 65% they consider rotten. Okay, because Pretty Woman was a Rotten Tomatoes of 66. And so I right thought above. that was kind of low. Yeah. Like I think it's a... Like from so the they critics call it from the, the audience score. score. Well, so there's two Rotten scores. Tomatoes is... Rotten Tomatoes is your critics. And okay. anything above 65 I think is... Certified fresh. Okay. Um, but I 
often look at the audience score because there'll be movies like that where it's 66% and then audience will be like 82. So what that tells you is the audience thinks more of it. Critics sometimes are looking at it from a movie making yeah. situation and that's not like, always the best way to like look at a movie. Earlier we're well, talking especially about with a rom-com when we're talking about mm-hmm. like it's not necessarily cinematic yeah. gold. But right. critics but still it, just rate it the way they're going to do it. Yeah, Son-in-Law has a 21%. Rotten Tomatoes, Rotten but tomatoes. audience, 59. So see, okay. audience loves it a lot more than the critics do. Which I didn't look at um, when I was looking out. On it, I didn't see the percentage for audience, but I did see like a rating where it would mm-hmm. say like 4.7 or something oh, yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Out of five. It's yeah. still, it, it, it. that's a more audience driven movie. People nostalgically like that movie more than critics probably ever would have. Mm-hmm. So, Well, yeah. what's your number three? Laurel. Well, speaking of Rotten Tomatoes, mine actually had an 86% Rotten Tomatoes and an 86% uh, audience score for the same. Mm. So this one came out in 1997 and it is as good as it gets. Starring Jack Nicholson, Helen Hunt, Greg Kinnear again. Um, Had a little bit of Cuba Gooding Jr. in there too and Skeet Ulrich if you know who he is. Scream. Scream. Yeah, Scream. Can't go wrong with the Skeet. Um... Jack Nicholson, he's awesome. He plays an obsessive compulsive like romantic fiction writer, but um, nobody can stand the guy. He's a complete jerk. And the only person that um, he or that can tolerate him actually is Helen Hunt's character. I think she's a waitress at a local diner that he frequents, but he's obsessive compulsive. Can't walk on cracks, uh, carries his own silverware. He's kind of a shut in. He is. is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Except for going to the cafe to eat. He pretty much kind of stays home. Yeah. Is it? He's agoraphobe. Is that what? I don't know. I, I, I don't know my phobes. A little bit. Um. Yeah. So, anyways, he. Yeah. But, but so there's a lot of good. Li- and you guys talked about uh, one-liners, and I think this movie may have one of the best one-liners, and it's kind of romantic. It's when his character says to Helen Hunt, "You make me want to be a better man." Ooh. Oh, yeah. So, so is yeah. that the is the romantic connection with Jack Nicholson char- uh, character and. Helen Hunt. Hunt oh, they the are. End. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. so you see where see where our differences are on mm-hmm. one liner. She got something really good and thoughtful there. And I went with Ocular showing the tab- picture of him <laughs> shitting his pants <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. right? and ocular cavities. So, and peeing in ocular cavities. <laughs> that's right. So, so that's when we, where we went. When, right when it's movie night choice at our house and our kids are there, guess who will they want to watch what movie they want to watch? The one dad picks. <laughs> Not always. never the one mom wants to yeah, watch. She picks good so. ones too sometimes. Yeah, yeah, usually they sometimes. want, you know, they we like debate, all dad's funny movies. We debate, we debate, and then we end up just watching Blended. So. <laughs> oh, <yes. laughs> oh, man. We've watched that movie so many times. When we were overseas... I think it was on every weekend. Yeah, it was on a lot. On AFN. The, I said on a previous podcast, it became the de facto old family movie. Well, I think... Everywhere we go. Okay. Do we have one? I think we, we have one. Say it. And it's Adam Sandler as well. Just go with it. Oh, oh yeah. We've watched that Just go with it. Yeah. yeah. The kids yeah. love that. That's, that's the, usually what we yeah. go... That's the Jennifer Aniston one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Where she's the... His assistant. Homely assistant. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> oh, the homie yeah. assistant. He's, yeah. he's dating all these other really attractive girls because yeah. his assistant isn't as attractive. Yeah. Yep. He always sells that well, does Adam Sandler. Right? <laughs> well, and I know you always mention Adam Sandler always gets the most attractive of course. female car- yeah. uh-huh. actresses to play opposite him. He walks wife. around in basketball shorts, yep. t-shirts, yeah. and polo shirts mm-hmm. that are like dirty or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then he has wives like Salma Hayek, mm-hmm. Jennifer Aniston, Kate Beckinsale, Drew Barrymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, well, he, I mean, it's his movie. He's casting it. So uh, you got to be smart. Who, who right? was the girl in uh, Just Go With It? The, Jennifer, the, Jennifer, the, Jennifer, Jennifer Aniston. The, the other one. 
the uh, Brooklyn Decker. Yeah. The Brooklyn Decker. She's married there to the go. old Andy Roddick. Yep. Yeah. So. Yep. Well, that was good. Uh, I've seen as good as it gets. Big award winning. It type is movie. also it won. I didn't think it was as funny. Uh, well, it's funny. It's not as much on the comedy side. But yeah, no, actually. Um, that it is very funny. The director actually couldn't think of anyone else to play the character Melvin Udall, who was played by Jack Nicholson. Um, he actually did briefly consider Bill Murray for the mm. for the. See, that would have been fun here. It said God. that he, yeah. quote he it would not have made it would have made a completely different movie. Yeah, so yes. funnier. It wouldn't. No, Jack Nicholson's funny in it because he's All just. Right. I don't. I don't know. So Jack Nicholson did win an Oscar for Best Actor that year for it. And Helen Hunt won Best Actress. Oh, I know. It was also nominated for Best Picture. And it was Greg Kinnear was nominated for Best Actor in a Supporting Role. So it was yeah, a good movie. It was, it was a, a good movie. It holds highly rated. It yeah. does. It's, it's a, a very highly movie. rated movie. It's a I good just, one. And it's I don't one of laugh those. a lot when I hear when I watch it. So. It is funny. It's but, subtle funny. But subtle and funny. there's the love story. I don't know. You and it was one of those ones that I have not watched in years, but when it came up on the list, I'm like, I loved that movie, mm-hmm. and I know I've seen it many, many times. Nice. Well, my number three is not subtle humor, again. It is Boomerang, released in 1 July, 1992. Eddie Murphy, Robin Givens, Halle Berry, Martin Lawrence, David Alan Greer. That's um, dumb. How is it dumb? Have you seen Boomerang? It's not dumb. It's fantastic. So plot of the movie is Eddie Murphy's a big ad executive. He gets a new boss, Robin Givens. He's he's kind of a player dog type. He tries to go after her. She turns out that she's the exact version of him, but a, a female version. So they kind of go back and forth. But then in the end, who he truly falls in love with is another new coworker who is Halle Berry. But since he slides back and starts going out with Robin Givens again, they break up. But in the end, they end up together. So it's your classic romantic comedy coming together so but um one of my favorite scenes is when they're all having dinner together and david Allen greer's dad comes over mom's dad part. and the dad comes in and he's wearing this suit and eddie murphy's commenting on how nice it's the dad from friday if i forget i think it's john witherspoon or something is his name but he comes in and he goes hey i like the he had a little pocket square and he goes i like the mushrooms on your pocket square and he goes you know what the key to the mushrooms on the pocket square is he goes coordination and so he opens the jacket and the lining of the jacket has <laughs> mushrooms and then his belt has mushrooms on it and his socks had mushrooms and he's like you got to coordinate and so they do that. and then there's a big thing at the end where like David Allen Greer standing by the bathroom and he's like, well, Eddie Murphy asked him, what's the problem? And he's like, my parents have been in there for like an hour. And he goes, are they okay? He goes, no, they're just having sex in there. And then they walk out and they're all his, his, now his jacket is turned inside out. You see all the mushrooms and everything. So, and Martin Lawrence has some really funny scenes this too. He's not in it a lot. He's a friend. He, you know, has some parts in it, but, um, Great movie, great soundtrack, Rob, uh, end of the road. That's, Boys the, to Men. that's the only thing. So it's not the only, thing, yeah, it's the only thing. It's a really I mean, good it's, movie. The the dad's the funniest part in there. I feel like I mean Eddie Murphy. He's not even funny in it. He's funny. missing out. He has funny. Parts. I don't know. I don't Chris, know. If uh, I've Chris seen Rock it. is also You've never in that. Seen I, I know the movie, but I don't. I yeah, don't, I don't know, know that if I've, I've ever, ever seen it. I don't know that I've ever no, watched it all the way through. No. I'm like, surprised that it's that high on your list. I like the part when uh, two. Yeah, that's, your, that's your number three. That's number three. Shocking. Boomerang. That's shocking. I like that all movie. the choice. Okay, that's true. This is your list. I bought it. I have it streaming, and when it came out, I watched it a lot. Okay. I enjoy it. I like Eddie Murphy. So, all right, we at, where are we at? You're at your number two, Rob. My number two. Okay, so I think my number two is the most rom com on my list. It's Notting Hill, 1999. Oh, 19, wow. You went with Notting Hill. I like that one. All right, I'm not a big fan movie. of it, but I do like that. I think it's funny. I I thought what I like about it, um, 
I know it's a really stupid thing to like, but there's a really great scene where they they don't see each other for a while. Yeah. And they do the seasons. Yes. And he's walking down and the, the music. St- yeah, and it, uh, I think it's uh, uh, "Ain't No Sunshine." Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, and yes. so, but it's the, it's a really cool where he's walking down the same street and it it kind of blends through the yeah. different seasons and I just think it's really clever. I, well, I like the good. cinematography. I'm glad you picked that scene because yeah. I thought you were going to go to that. I'm just a girl standing in front of a boy but it does have a good one-liner so there you go um and then the characters as it gets right there but that's rom-com that's rom-com you knew the directions i knew the directions but but the and then there's characters you got the there's the the brother uh the the is it the brother that's got the wife that's in the wheelchair yeah they're so they're friends friends. okay so they're friends and then you got spike the roommate you got the sister that's a little weird and spike's the best part um and then Absolutely. there's so there's kind of these little sub stories going on. There's the relationship between the sister and the and Spike. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there's the friends, mm-hmm. you know, their relationship and still being together after all the years and she's picking them up and it's just, you mm-hmm. know, so there's all these different kind of multi stories going on and yeah. I liked it. So that's Not my number two. That's a good one. I've watched. Yeah. Uh, and then the, I think uh, I had a tape of that one too. Yeah. The, the, the oopsie uh, daisy scene where they're they're trying daisy. to climb the yep. fence and he says, So real quick, daisy, so. Laurel said she thinks she had a tape of that. That's not accurate. <laughs> so uh, I was at the store and we had just bought our first DVD player and I bought this movie for her on oh. DVD Aww. and brought it home. So but nice. yeah, she thinks she might have had the tape of it. So at least she remembered. His, right? his memory of some of this stuff. I'm like, really? <laughs> yeah. well, he, like, like he remembers. You, you gave me this for my for first Christmas. Yep. Apparently yeah, it was a wallet. She doesn't remember. I it was a wallet. a wallet. I still have it. I use it. It's in my pocket right now. That yeah. just reminds me of that. Um, oh, Kevin James. Kevin James. He's we watched got a whole his stand up. Like, remember that one time when I gave you that? You wore that butterfly clip in your hair. He would just hold on to that and just bring it back every would, time. That's how he would deescalate an argument. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Remember yeah, that one same. time when I bought you Notting Hill? Yeah. 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 Perfect. And when we got right. our first DVD yeah. player. She forgets. Yeah. It's all good. His memory's a lot better than mine. Well, Paula, what is your number two? My number two. And I had a hard time because I could have put this one as number one. And um, it's never been kissed. It came out in 1999. And it is my lowest Rotten Tomato score of 55 on my list. But I don't know. I just love Drew Barrymore. It was a cute one. It was cute. I love how she, it's funny because she just, you know, when she's back in, yeah. her 80s self or mm-hmm. even when she's trying to be her 80s Josie self Grossi. again Josie Grossi. I think David Arquette's funny in it her brother who's kind of yeah. trying to come back and rescue Mr. her uh, yeah. Mr. Mr. Rob. Mr. Rob that's where we get that's the reference right. where that comes when we from? call it. Yes, yes. yes I didn't know that yeah that's what where I, we get the Mr. Rob it, from it's a solid movie it's what I like about it is the believability of David Arquette and Drew Barrymore going back to high school <laughs> and just <laughs> blending right in and everybody going <laughs> nobody yeah, they, questions yeah it. they look like seniors or juniors well, or whatever year they're supposed to be and really what I love even better than that is the teacher is doing everything to go after Drew Barrymore's character. He is she? not hiding it in any way whatsoever. And then when he finds out she's an adult and he could actually date her, that's when he gets mad. So well, I'm just well, throwing that out there. She wasn't honest. But honestly, no, I think he just because she wasn't a high school girl anymore. He's like, <laughs> are you just 25 <laughs> like me? That's okay. I could have found that. No. And there were some criticisms about that movie I saw about how 
okay, we're promo- mm. promoting mm. teachers liking students, but no, he liked her. Oh, no, her. he'd be arrested today. That's it. He liked her for her personality <laughs> yeah, and what, what she yes. thought. and it Because she didn't act, because she didn't truly think like a high schooler. No. Because she was 25 years old. I know. <laughs> but, and I think if I remember right, it's been a little bit since I watched it, but I do remember him saying, like, her making a reference to, like, people don't like me or or something like that. And he was like, no, it's because I, I shouldn't like you. Yeah, he knew. Right? He, yeah. He was playing so, it off. He knew what he was doing. He would have been I fired. Don't, <laughs> I don't find anything wrong. And you're all <laughs> teachers, and you should know this. I know. it was a, So I knew when I was putting yes. that on the list, I thought, okay, this could be a little bit. But I it, is a funny, it does it, have some funny parts. It's, it's it. funny. And it has a classic. I'm Josie Grossi. Every teenage I'm movie Josie has Grossi. that classic. We're going to a dance. Yes. And it's a costume dance because they're all wearing their costumes. And it's the prom. And then I think there's a coordinated dance. Because in every good teen movie, the whole school knows one dance, and then they all execute it together. Oh, yeah. But well, and anyway, Molly Shannon's movie. funny in it. You're right. Molly Shannon's yeah. funny. Yeah, as her little John C. Riley's not bad in that either. Yeah. So It's got a cast. That's it, good. It does have a good little right. cast. So. I just, the believability is real good for me, so that's why I... And, and oh. the creepy teacher, so that's where you get it. But it's nice. You've got somebody that you know felt like they missed out on a lot of stuff in high school, and it's the opportunity. You know, It's for those few well, people that will say, yeah. you know, I really wish I could go back to mm-hmm. high school. Mm-hmm. I have known a few of those Maybe people. Maybe we should try, Rob. Maybe but we could pass off as uh, high schoolers, right? You're not no. 25. Right. You're not 25. I don't think Drew Barrymore was 25 either. Sec- security would escort me out quickly. Wait, you are in a school every day. Yeah, yeah. no, and they probably should escort well, me. Well, good, good, solid choice. Laurel, okay. what is your number two? All right. Um, I know I've watched this many times, and you've probably had to be tortured by it. Um, and that movie came out in the early 90s and 91, and it is Father of the Bride. Father of the Bride. Starring Steve Martin, Diane Keaton, Martin Short. That's and on my Kimberly Williams Paisley. Mm-hmm. I guess she was only Kimberly Williams at the time. Mm-hmm. Yep, it actually um, rated pretty well. It got seventy percent Rotten Tomatoes and seventy percent um, audience score. So, did you watch the reboot? I did not. Okay. The current one that just With came the out. Andy Garcia. Andy Garcia. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I feel like it's going to be missing something because mm-hmm. the best part of that movie. I mean, Steve Martin's looks um, are fantastic. Um, w- like especially it. For instance, another good one-liner in this one. He's like you, Dad, except for he's brilliant when she's <laughs> describing <laughs> and his look. Such a backwards compliment. It, it, it's amazing. Um, so, but just his looks and the torture of you know, I, I don't know. But but the the probably the best part of that movie is Martin Short. I think mm-hmm. so. playing the. He's like the wedding planner. The wedding planner. Yeah, he's good. Uh, and we, Frank. Um, Frank. Frank. Frank Egelhofer. Frank. I think is a Frank. Mm-hmm. Frank is that where he mispronounces cake? Cock. 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 Cock or, something. <laughs> <laughs> or what is he with, when he says something about chicken? He's like the um, oh, I forget, but it's something the about, very chic. Yeah, chicken. Yeah, or something there's some chicken sh- thing. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know no, what his funny. accent was. And when he but sings like everybody has, has a pooper. That's what we <laughs> invited you. Yeah. So I still sing that to yeah. people because yeah, that's that's in that okay. George Bonks. George Bonks. Well, and then you know, and then they did the second one of Father mm-hmm. the Bride too, mm-hmm. and yeah. when she was pregnant, and Diane Keaton, they both got pregnant. The they both day. did mom and daughter at the same time. So you got first to one was better. See, the first one was the best one. It was, mm-hmm. um, but I don't know. I've always had soft spot for that one, and mm-hmm. I still, you know, like watching it every once in a while. And mm-hmm. I don't know. It still holds. And 
like David says, the mom, Diane Keaton in it, that David says, that's my mother. Yeah. Yes. Um, I've always yeah. thought that. So, like, yeah. I've always I mean, thought that. Yeah. Always so, like yeah. Always yep. look like my mom. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's a little bit of it. And honestly, some of the looks that my dad, I feel like I saw those looks on my mm-hmm. own dad's face yeah. when mm-hmm. we were planning our mm-hmm. wedding. Um, you know, <laughs> when I was true. arguing with him about, I want this dance floor. And he's like, you know Did how much you? it's going to cost me. Instead, I'm going to use this wood, plywood, oh, and then yeah. we're going to put it on the house afterwards because I'm remodeling the house. Our dance floor was nice. Our, Our dance, dance floor, floor was killer. I know Our it dance was. floor is literally now on their house. So it's yeah. part of the it's site. Memories, it's and memories. It's forever memories. part of everything. Did you, did you ever look at your dad and go, he's just like you, dad. Only no. he's brilliant. <laughs> she has never said that. <laughs> I did not. So that's okay. That's okay. Well, my number two was already mentioned by... The two of you, and that is the wedding singer. Uh, so I won't rehash a lot of the things you hashed. Um, I would just say my two favorite scenes in that. My first one is the whole scene where they're trying out John Lovitz, and he does his singing. <laughs> and then she goes, well, you've inspired me to get a DJ. And he goes, well, good luck finding a DJ <laughs> that can move and shake. Like this. Like this. Right? That's so funny. But what's yeah. funnier on that, on the back end, is when he plays his song. That half cure, half oh, yeah. crazy rock song. I love that song, you know, because it starts out cure and then it goes nutso. Um, and then my second favorite scene in that movie, it's subtle, it's silly, but uh, his he's making his friend do like a obstacle course in his limousine oh, yeah. Those are cool. uh, oh, yeah. for whatever. Those and he goes, cones. when he's done, he clicks the clock and he cones. goes, he goes, you hit two cones. Those could have been people at her wedding. He goes, they were cones. <laughs> like, I don't know why it's funny. I just laugh every time. So, and then yeah. when they're in the car later, he goes, I got the job. Right. And it's like, well, you're the only limo driver in town. So. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, wedding singer can't rehash much more. And he said, it's got a great soundtrack. Yeah. I love throwback to all the eighties music. Um, there's a lot of, you know, great characters in there only in there for parts of a second, mm-hmm. things like that. So that's a funny pick. movie. Um, yeah, 70% Rotten Tomatoes, audience 80%. So obviously the audience likes it better than the critics. But that's a good critic score for a Drew, uh, for a uh, Adam Sandler movie. Usually they're much lower. Mm-hmm. But uh, well, before we reveal our number ones, we do a fun segment we call the cut line. For this segment, we will each identify one movie that just fell out of our top five. Uh, we'll then also identify an honorable mention that was a movie we missed the first time around and perhaps found years later, but would have easily been in our top five had we seen it at that time. So, Rob, mm-hmm. what is your cut? My cut line's already been mentioned, but uh, Pretty Woman, 1990. So it wasn't a movie. I'm not a huge fan of it, but and it's one I, I don't remember watching when it came out. Um, but some things I found, it, uh, did you know what the original title was? 3,000. 3,000. Is 3, that in rep? Yeah, that's what that, it was. What? How much money she gets? Is that I, what, that's I what I was going to ask know, you guys. I don't know, but I just saw that. And it might be, but I'm, yeah, they no. didn't, Disney didn't want to keep it because it sounded like a I'm sci-fi movie. When she kicks her leg, 3,000 Is it the money? I think it's the money. I think it's how much she gets for staying um, with them. At the time, it was the highest ticket sales in the U.S. for a romantic comedy of all time. And then at the time, it was fourth highest grossing film of all time behind E.T., Star Wars, and Indiana Jones. So it held wow. it held, Jeez. it held, held a spot with some pretty uh, heavy hitters. Heavy hitters. So that's um, so that's my cut. Is no, when woman. that movie came out, it was like everything everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like it was pretty woman well, everything. And everybody, mm-hmm. I mean, that's and where you song. kind of fell in yeah. love with yeah. Julia Roberts. Yeah, uh, that was her. Julia, she, she was, was only actually 21. And she was nominated for Best Actress. Wow. Uh, for... Um, uh, won a Golden Globe for Best Actress. She didn't win an Academy Award. Uh, but th- back to what you were saying about you were surprised that you watched it. Kids' Choice Award, she got favorite, uh, a favorite movie actress. There you go. For Kids' R. Choice. I know. So I'm like, I saw choice? that. Which Kids' Choice? Well, come on. We work with kids every day. That well, stuff that they're watching at the ages that they are, you're yeah, like, but I would why are you say, watching that? I would say 1990 
What we are you talking about? We didn't have internet and all that. How you know? many movies were we watching at friends' houses yeah, that I know. we probably that's shouldn't true. have been gotcha. watching when we were like in grade that's school? True. That's true. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's a good... Or they just picked whatever was popular cut. at the time. You know, so yeah. Like, yeah. the kids are like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I've heard of that movie. My mom mm-hmm. watches it. So that's my good cut. All right, Paula? All right, my cut line is a movie that I felt like has to make a list. And... I didn't. I was surprised that I didn't um, pick some more of this combo, this rom com combo. But it's You've Got Mail. It was oh. 1998. And so, you know, Tom Hanks. F O X. F O X. I don't know that. Really. You haven't watched He's, it? No. You've I, never I, seen, I, I, seen uh, You've Got Mail? What? Wow. If, if anybody could see the looks, I just got. <laughs> <laughs> All three of you are pretty popular movie. No, I. I don't, I don't. You should make I him watch know. it. Oh, yeah. Paula, date night tonight. Yeah. I know. Pull it up. And I'll watch it you. I haven't watched it in a really long time. It's a good little mm-hmm. Saturday night. Yes. Oh. But, you know, Meg Ryan, Tom Hanks, good combination. I thought, man, I can't have a list without having them on there. Even That's a good point. There hasn't been a whole lot of Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan, some of the rom-com heady mm-hmm. hitters. Hitter, hitter, that hasn't made the list yet. And what's funny is we were talking about New York earlier, but that's what really is memorable to me about this movie is that feel of being in New York. And I, like I said, never been to there or anything, but you know, you always watch these movies and they're in these cute little brownstones or whatever houses or apartments these little coffee shops down the way. You By know, the way, she, those brownstones cost multiples of millions of dollars. So. Yeah, but well, you can still dream. Once this podcast takes off, then. Yeah, there we go. We can get a brownstone. You can still dream. <laughs> Do they have brownstones in Sunnyside? Because we can get one of those, probably with the podcast. But, and I think it's also that whole idea of like, she's the little bookshop owner. Mm-hmm. He's, He's the big the bookshop big, owner. Yeah, yeah, coming in. And I just, I would love to own a bookstore. Yeah that looks like that mm-hmm. where you have these big comfy chairs and coffee and you just get can curl up and yeah. read a book. And, I mean, it's just the feel of it, it is, is the reason why I love her, that movie. And her bookstore is a children's bookstore. So, you oh, know, that's that, right. That really I hits forgot with about that. School teachers here. Yeah. Yes, I, love I forgot it, it was oh, a children's, it's a children's bookstore. bookstore. I would love yeah. to have that job. Yeah. Yes. That's good. Yeah. That's so good anyway, one. You've got mail. Good one. Good Rotten one. Tomatoes seventy. So that's 70. why I was asking if that was low or high. So nope, I wasn't that's sure. Good. So that should be certified the, fresh. Because at school, I don't there. want a seventy. <laughs> what is so your what? cut, Laurel? Well, my cut is another Julia Roberts movie. Of course. And it came out in nineteen ninety-seven. I know what this is. And it starred Julia Roberts along with Dermot Mulroney. Cameron oh, Diaz yes. and Rupert Everett, and that is my best friend's wedding. Yes, I knew that would be so. Her. I know it's so funny. I, I don't know that Rupert Everett's the best part of it, um, hands down. Um, it got seventy four percent Rotten Tomatoes, seventy seven audience score. Um, it's you know longtime friends that have been friends from college, which is Roberts and Mulroney, and uh, they kind of made a pact that if they're single when they're twenty eight, that they'll marry each other. Well, it's rolling around to um, Julie Roberts' character's birthday 28th birthday and um she's kind of worried that he's going to ask her to marry because she doesn't want to get married um and he comes back and says no i'm actually marrying this girl he's marrying cameron diaz and i think she was only like 19 20 mm-hmm. yeah she was pretty young she, she was really young mm-hmm. when she did that um she um and then of course julia roberts character realizes that she's actually in love with mulroney and she's trying she wants to break up their wedding it's basically but she gets asked to be the best or maid of honor maid of honor at the wedding. Yep. So um so she, you know, 
is mm-hmm. trying to sabotage this wedding mm-hmm. at the same time. I, I don't know. So it's a really cute movie. Um, always makes me laugh. The part when they're singing in the restaurant mm-hmm. and um, what's the song? Say oh, a little prayer for you. Say yes. a little prayer for you. you Dion Warwick, right? Mm-hmm. And I Dion think Warwick. when I was doing my research, I saw that most of the music in there is Dion Warwick. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. It's a, it's a cute one and I've watched it a ton. Didn't, quite make the cut but Mm -hmm. i was kind of back and forth i actually had another one i was back and forth on i'm like "Eh, gotta put a julia roberts on there because well that's solid i've seen it because i watched it with her but have you seen it rob uh, of course not. No. What? No. Oh, this is why the, the list only was thing so that that for does you. for you me is it brings up the classic uh, SNL st- sketch: Dylan McDermott or Dermot Mulroney. Dermot Mulroney. Yeah, yes. you get them all. Which one is which? Yeah, we, nobody knows. Who knows? It's the same guy. Uh, it's the same actor. It's like on that. Uh, it's you like, can't tell me which it's one's like which. On, I know if which I showed one. you two pictures, you wouldn't be able to pick no. which one. I would. It's like on Seinfeld. I was always a big fan of Dermot Mulroney. On Seinfeld, he goes, "They're cloning sheep now." He goes, "This is the same sheep," because I've seen that trick before. Well, well my should. cut is one already they got messaged uh, 10 things I hate about you mm. Mm. so I won't repeat much you hit pretty much all of it the only thing I'll add is that I think the most underrated character in that movie is Bianca and Kat um, mm. Julie Stiles and her mm. sister's dad yeah. so he plays an obstetrician he's a doctor and he just has some pretty good one liners in there because whenever they're going on a date like he makes the daughter wear like the big pregnancy belly belly so she knows what it's like he goes now you'll know what it's like to be pregnant and so he's just funny he's got a lot of good lines in that movie so um i he's one of the best parts i think and he's got a really small part larry miller is the name of the actor but he plays the dad but yeah 10 things i hate about you so yeah you know it's good good, so good so honorable Mm -hmm. mention rob my honorable mention is one that we've talked quite a bit about uh on previous episode is uh groundhog day you I know. think I think it holds its own as a romantic comedy. Of course it does. You it's, know, I considered it. Yeah. I thought about it because I'm like, it is. Mm-hmm. It's obviously mm-hmm. a comedy. And I'm like, there is a love story. But yeah. I'm like, ah, it's just one of those when yeah. Paul and I were talking mm-hmm. movies that, I mean, we didn't discuss this particular one, but I said movies that I would just classify more as a comedy. Yeah. I guess I just yeah. think a mm-hmm. look at it and that, remember the love story. That's why it. it fell to the honorable mention, yeah. I thought, because it, we discussed so much of the time loop and kind of the intric- intricacies of that, that there is a... Yeah. There is a romantic there element. Is. There's there a romantic is. story happening there. So there is. Um, that's my honorable mention. Yeah, that's it's a, a good, good one. one. Good that one. That is a good one. My honorable mention, this is, I saw one place that it was a romantic comedy and I saw another place that it was a romantic drama. So, and I did not see this movie until just, or even hear about it till just a couple years ago on Netflix. I saw it and I'm like, it's Gwyneth Paltrow. How have I not seen this movie? And it's sliding doors. Oh, okay. I've never seen that. So it can't. It's came out in 1998. I'm like, I don't know how I missed it, but maybe because it is a little bit more dark. It's about she. It's about two. Like if her life would have went this way, if she caught yep. the train, or if she missed the train, and it can. It gets dark. I was reading through the description because I couldn't remember everything. And at the end, one of the places she dies. And another one, she doesn't. So anyway, that's what I mean. It might not necessarily be a romantic comedy because I've only watched it the one time. But when I was going through the list, that is the only movie off those lists of so you movies seen. when you do research seen. that I could not. And I think I remember say, that seeing I, that on there. It was one of the ones that yeah. I hadn't. There weren't many. I was like you. I had a yeah. hard time finding ones that I hadn't yeah. seen. But yeah, it's that whole idea of. But it's kind of interesting hmm. to think like if 
I missed a train, what would my life look like versus if I make the train? And she ends up, when she makes the train, she ends up catching her boyfriend with a One ex-girlfriend. that movie causes you to think. Yes, a little bit. <laughs> it, it and it goes right into what Just you love, heady movies. Yeah. <laughs> right, Rob? You and love heady movies. So anyway, Sliding Doors, I could truly say okay. I did not watch that in the 90s. Nice. I just watched it a couple years Good. ago. I've seen it once, so I don't have I'm just, I, I knew the plot, but so I don't have much Who's the supporting cast in it? Do you know Is any? there anybody mm. Gwyneth Paltrow's kind of the biggest star. Okay. Um, okay. Oh. Mm-hmm. No, you would blank. know the people. Can Yeah, you can look it up yeah. and stuff. It's a 98 um, film. 98 film. Lyd- Lydia's the ex-girlfriend um, and um, Jean, yeah. oh, Jean, Jean Triple, Triple Horn. Yeah, Jean Triple Horn. Okay. I was like, wait, I can see her face. She's a good 90s actress. Yeah. And the uh, guys are names that you would know, but they're yeah, not necessarily uh, a movie to put on my watch list, I guess. There you go. Yeah. Would you consider a romantic comedy since you've so, seen it? Yeah, that'd be on the dark side. Yes. I don't find it super funny all the time. Um, there's a couple elements, but it could be dark comedy. Yeah. It's close, but I'll yeah. give it to you. It's better than Son-in-Law, so I'll give it to yeah. you. Yeah. Well, yeah. like I said, I even was going back and forth, but I <laughs> only fair. put it there because it's the one I could find that, that I hadn't that yeah. he hadn't seen that works. Mm-hmm. originally in the 90s. Well, yeah. what is your honorable mention? All right. Um, this was difficult for me, too, going through that list, like Paula said, trying to find something that I hadn't seen back in, actually, the 90s. And this one I did not watch during the 90s, but it did come out mid-1994, and it starred Hugh Grant, like Notting Hill, but this one had Andy McDowell in it and Kristen Scott Thomas and a little tiny bit of Rowan Atkinson, and I love him. And that is Four Weddings and a Funeral. Have you guys seen it? I have not I seen it. I am aware of the movie for sure, but I, I can't remember if it. I ever did watch it. Yeah, it. I mean, it's... I mean, classic um, Hugh Grant, you know, mm-hmm. he's kind of a little bit of a kind of a bumbling fool, but he's actually playing an English bachelor. He's got a group of friends. Um, they're all kind of bachelors and they're going, they end up going to weddings. Um, often he ends up meeting Annie McDowell. She's an American there, but um, they kind of start questioning, you know, what are we doing? Cause he never wants to get married or he thinks he doesn't. Um, and so lots of uh, British humor because it's a lot of British say, actors. To me, I remember being a British film. It, it is a British yeah, film. Yeah, yeah. So originally, uh, but uh, and you it love was, your British humor, Rob. I, well, yep. okay. so yes, I you got to like some British adder. humor. But there's some, you know, good. There's some good side characters and everybody in there. Um, but he, um, after having one night with her, he he returns and, and he thinks that you know he probably does like her and their cross their paths keep crossing crossing because they keep running into crossing. sorry yeah, they keep good. running into each other at other weddings um she eventually comes back and introduces she's getting married and uh he ends up going to her wedding and she's married and everything and then he eventually it's really cute at one of the weddings he gets put because they're kind of fancy weddings and he they're assigned seats at a table he sits down he realizes he's at a wedding with a bunch of his ex-girlfriends <laughs> and they uh, the, the i mean they don't realize that they're all ex-girlfriends and kind of some of the, all the stuff that they're bringing up because he's kind of talked about each of them to the other one so it's it's really it's actually a really good movie um I highly suggest it. Uh, it actually was nominated for two Oscars. Actually, it was nominated for Best Picture and Best Screenplay, mm-hmm. too. So There you go. Yeah, and I would say probably one of the ones that made uh, Hugh Grant kind of popular mm-hmm. and then kind of started mm-hmm. that uh, movie ball rolling that with trend. all of those mm-hmm. other things. So, yeah, it's a really yeah. cute movie. So well, And Rowan Atkinson, he plays a vicar, I think, and he's flubbing the lines, and he is my favorite in other things, too. Mm-hmm. If yeah. you've ever seen Black Adder, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yes. Just mentioned so, it. Yeah. Great, great <laughs> British comedy. <laughs> Yeah, so um, sorry, had to put it in there. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, my honorable mention has already been named, and it's Father of the Bride. 
I never saw this movie until I met Laurel. She made me watch it, and it wasn't that terrible. It's yeah, uh, it's a good movie. Um, Martin Short is the best part of that movie. He's the part that makes me laugh. Steve Martin's okay. I've never been a huge Steve Martin fan. He's he is what he is, but uh, Martin Short does a good job. In the that two movie, the two of them so. together do well. This together they do. Yeah. Sometimes they get a little too much, but that's okay. They did a good in this movie, so I like. Yeah. So it's Father of the Bride. So that was my honorable mention. Nice. So what is your? It's time. Wait, it's, I wanted to. Wait, oh. Can I point something out? Actually, sure. when I was doing my research uh, for Father of the Bride, there was a little bit in it where his character. Um, uh, Steve Martin's George Banks says that he doesn't want the wedding to bankrupt him so he'll end up wandering the streets in a bathrobe and it just so happens that Steve Martin's character um, in The Jerk does just uh, that yeah. walking around oh, the bathroom. so it's kind of yeah, yeah little, so it's kind of a little nod back yeah. to one of his older movies it's when he loses stuff, all so. his money because yeah. the optograb made people cross-eyed so then yeah. he lost all his money so, yeah. so. Okay. if you haven't seen The Jerk a little, uh, what do you call that? Like a multiver- multiverse. Yeah, the Steve yeah, Martin yeah. multiverse. Yeah, so those little nuggets put in there. Well, that brings us to the exciting part. Everyone's number one, so. All right, my number one is, uh, I like it, and I make no apologies for it. It's not Nin- going to be good. When he leads with, 1997, like Fools Rush In. Oh, oh my god! That gosh. was on my cutting room floor because. Is that? That should be in I the trash, like actually. That movie, I do Ooh, like, I it. like it. Is this okay? This is Matthew, Matthew Perry. Perry. Yeah. He's an architect. Salma Hayek. He get, yes. Yep. He gets relocated to, and it's a thirty-four percent Rotten Tomato. Yeah. Sixty-four percent audience. So there's the right. right. Uh, Matthew Perry is an architect. He gets relocated to Las Vegas. He meets Salma Hayek. They have a one-night stand. She gets pregnant. Three months later, they run into each other. She's pregnant. Um, my favorite. Part of that movie is the tension between the two families because yeah. very uh, Protestant, white, Catholic, Hispanic. They, uh, it, it's funny. And then uh, the my favorite scene is when they're at they go to the lake to meet her side of the family, and the dad says, "I." In case you haven't noticed, the white people are melting. <laughs> and then the next scene is them coming up the uh, yep. the escalator, and they're completely sunburnt. And Tons, but uh, I I like this movie a lot. All right, I like her. Is it a Bronco or a... She has a Bronco and they yes. meet on the Hoover Dam. That's my favorite I, part I, of the movie. I, I do remember mm-hmm. that. I feel like I remember watching it. I think mm-hmm. the thing I remember most is it made me want to go to New York City. Because yes. he goes to New York City yeah, later, right? Yeah, he's based out of New York City. And yeah. I yeah. wanted to find a place where they sh- did Grace Papaya hot dogs. Because oh, yeah. I'm like, right. that's oh, yeah. where you go to get a hot dog, and apparently, she, in New York she City. Has, <laughs> at, that's one of the things at the end. She has mm-hmm. one... Yeah. delivered out to Vegas because yeah. he's just, he You're wants right, it. because he wants yeah. it. And I'm not going to lie, when we moved to New Jersey and we got to go to New York City, I kind of probably looked Googled to see, it. is there a Grace Papaya <laughs> around here? So well, you would think that that'd be the best place to get a hot dog. But as it turns out, it's just Costco. <laughs> is the best place to get a hot dog. According to our niece. For $1.50. According to me. That's the best hot dog. Our oh, niece no, thinks it's the best pizza. pizza. That's right. So no. the, the hot dog. Well, that is that's, a... That's my number one. That is your number I'm one. Okay. To, huh, you, you have huh. to stick to it because you said it out loud. Number that's one. Right. Really? Yeah. That's my number of one. All Wait the other second. movies. But that was number tell one. Tell me again. Recap what you're talking about. We can't go through it. It's not That beat out the wedding singer, as it turns out. I like this movie. That's fine. And so I'm Raider Next Murder, correct? Yeah, was he that had that on there too. Wow, that's fine. That was my Rob. number like three years. <laughs> he has to live with that, not the this rest is of us. What he's known I feel for. like this did is he what like, he's known for. I, I don't know. Was it like an etch a sketch and you just like shook it and then all the years I, I, I just put stuff? names in a bag. Just put it and he draws <laughs> them out, out and this. see what comes out. So. All right. All right, Paul, see if my you can top that. Number one has already been mentioned, oh. and it is Notting Hill. Notting Hill. 
Yeah, I just love that movie. I just rewatch it. I just think it's cute when he does oopsie daisies. I love Hugh Grant. He's just a funny, kind of you said bumbling kind of, you know, he's serious. He's not trying to be funny. It just. But he's kind of the straight funny. He's like straight funny. And that's what I love. Machine gun bursts of sobs. Remember he goes, sobs. Yeah, I just love his dry humor and I just think that's super funny. Yeah. So it is. It is. And anyway. we've liked several other movies of yes. his. I seem to recall one we saw later with Drew Barrymore and him in the night. <laughs> Do you know which one I'm talking Two about? Two Weeks Notice. Is that one? No. I'm no. Oh, no, that's with Sandra Bullock. Sandra that's Bullock. not no, with. I'm, um, I'm talking about the one where they dance or he's in the boy band or the girl. Oh, yes. Where they're supposed to be like wham. <laughs> yeah. I think we saw that in the theater. Yes. And I actually have that on um dvd uh, lyrics music and lyrics no all of a sudden i was thinking of two weeks notice mm-hmm. but that because that's another yeah. movie i love about that you know yeah. like but he's, he's on right. the bed mattress well, um know? love actually when he dances through when he's the prime minister okay so so i had to look to see when that movie was released because oh, that, that would definitely it was, it was yes because that would have been on my list because yeah. that was an honorable mention would have been an honorable mention never seen it. Yes. i just what? saw it oh man oh i just gosh, saw it Rob. this christmas you guys have talked about it forever you just so saw it i finally yeah. just watched it this christmas and by myself I liked it. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's fabulous. Yeah. The ensemble cast yes. is terrific. But Alan Rickman, I mean, Hugh Grant. I mean, that is just, it, it's amazing. Yes. You but have I, to watch it. I can't believe you have to watch it. But it's a 2000s movie. It is. Yes. Sorry. So we can't talk we're, about we're it. Okay. So you're, you're, but you're, I will have to say that was the one that popped in my head as an honorable mention. I got okay. you. Yep. It but I couldn't. Yes. Good one. Just missed. You need to get this classroom back. I know. Sorry. What is your number one? Oh, okay. Um, mine was already mentioned, and my number one is You've Got Mail. Ah, there mm. it is. I watch this every year. I, for some reason, because it's in New York City, um, and the movie opens in the fall, I always think, oh, it's fall, and she's going to mm. go get a pumpkin and talks about freshly sharpened pencils, and let's watch Naughty, mm-hmm. or let's watch You've Got Mail. So um, Tom Hanks with um, Meg Ryan. I mean, gold. I know they were in Sleepless Seattle together, but I think this one, I like this one better. Mm-hmm. Um I really like Parker Posey in it. She's pretty funny as Greg Kinnear's girlfriend, uh, Dave Chappelle, playing as. Um, he's not Tom funny Hanks. in it though. He's he just talking. Is. I not know, really. but he's. He's I playing mean, a he's straight a good, man, which is weird. He says a couple. Yeah, yeah, it's not. And and this has a really good line for anybody that's uh, fans of going to Starbucks. I really like the line. It says the purpose of places like Starbucks is for people who have no decision making ability ability to make six decisions just to buy a cup of coffee so (laughs) and i do love that because i love going to starbucks and um i try not to be that person that has like a million things how they modify their drink but um i've been there with many people that do so um i don't know super cute movie always people like you annoy me yeah yeah yeah. that's why i don't when we're in the drive-thru i don't order like like that order a cup and just order coffee you know what if you you go to starbucks you have taken that Upon yourself. I that's know. what's going to happen. So you that's your own fault. Not not that has to do true. anything with the nineties, but another Starbucks right with the Curb Your Enthusiasm, my favorite. Larry David when he says, yeah. I just want one of those vanilla bullshits. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's how he orders the drink. So that's how you well, should order the drink at Starbucks. Yeah, because he sells it and he goes, Oh, milk and coffee. Who's the genius to put those two things together? Right. So anyway. What's your number one, David? My number one is one that hasn't been mentioned. And oh, they're probably not going to like, but uh, I love it. It's There's Something About Mary. So released uh, 15 I, July, I 1998. I did too. Cameron Diaz, Ben Stiller, Matt Dillon, Chris Elliott, uh, Rotten Tomatoes, 84%, audience 61%. So obviously the critics, uh, so many iconic scenes in this. You've got 
Um, I mean, the basic plot of the movie is Ben Stiller in high school falls in love with Cameron Diaz through a terrible scenario at the prom. He gets himself injured uh, in a very uncomfortable area, mm-hmm. and uh, he gets the beans above the Frank, right? So um, in the zipper, Frank's and in beans the in the zipper, yeah. in the zipper, in the zipper. And so years later, it's an awful. Scene. That's great. And years later, he has a private eye go find her. The private eye falls in love with her. Then you've got him. Ben Stiller goes down there. They get. They start dating uh, her brother Warren, who you can't touch his ears. Ha- have you seen my baseball? Yeah, all that. Anyway, so, but at the end, they break up because she finds out he was stalking her, um, only for him to bring Brett Favre back in her favor, as he calls him, in the situation. But she chooses him in the end. So uh, it's hilarious. Obviously, anyone who's seen it, you know how funny it is from start to finish. There's some parts now, if you watch it, that aren't culturally sensitive uh-huh. any longer um especially the parts when he's talking about the uh, special needs folks matt uh-huh. dylan he's well, a little brother a yeah. little insensitive mm-hmm. in some of those areas but it's still funny and uh laurel's favorite scene is when he gets the hair gel stuck on his ear uh-huh. um, that's not because my he favorite doesn't scene. want to go out with <laughs> a loaded gun. So, <laughs> it's funny when i was younger and first saw this movie my favorite part actually is when he had the hitchhiker and he was like telling him about his six minute or seven minute abs and he goes, well, what happens if somebody has six minute abs? He's like, no, there's no six minute abs. You can't break a sweat in six minutes. He goes, seven's the number. He goes, seven elevens, you know, something like that. And he says, step in my office. He goes, why? Because you're fired, you know? So anyway, he turned out to be a serial killer. But yeah, there's something about Mary. I think it's right. a great movie. That was a good. Uh, Fairly I Brothers. Didn't, I didn't. I thought, I wondered if he'd have that in yeah. his. Yeah. yeah. I, I actually, when that. I was doing some research and seeing that that was classified as a um, it's a love story. No, it's I a comedy. A com- From start a to finish, rom-com? Ben Stiller's trying to get Cameron Diaz back is, in his life. I guess, so. I guess. But I will have to say, I did pretty much predict that. I knew that would, would be, be on the list. So that would be on the list. So I married the axe murder would be on the mm-hmm. list. I yeah. kind of guessed that. Had but to be. And I kind of guessed the wedding singer would be on the yes. list. Yes. Yeah. So that that was a good. Those are a good bookends. Son-in-law. Son-in-law <laughs> was where we started. There's and something we, about and, was, uh, yeah. and, and we had some others everything in between. In between. Everything Hopefully, in between. people don't judge us on I this. Oh, they're going <laughs> to judge that we, us. that we picked these guys. Well, these, <laughs> yeah. So they've already judged those, us. They've, they've already, already judged, judged you. <laughs> yes, for because they've heard later. five other episodes and they're like, <laughs> yeah, they already feel bad for there you. There we now. go. <laughs> but it just shows you the difference between girl rom coms and boy rom coms. Boy rom coms. Yes, yes, absolutely. Although you two had a couple similar rom coms, so you're in tune there. Well, no, she's talking about similar. No, I understand. What, but they had like two or three that they picked the same movie. That's so true. I don't think we had time. any that we picked. Uh, we didn't. Oh, well, your Father of the Bride was then, my yeah, yeah. number two. That was it. So. Everything else, um, which I pretty much knew her list, but that's fine. That's um, fine. Well, to be uh, most of these movies I saw before I you, know. so you didn't have to be tortured by them. I understand. So it's all good. I've just been tortured <laughs> since then. So it's all good. Well, those are our lists. I think if you took all those movies mm-hmm. and took a weekend, you'd get a good idea of what rom-coms in the 90s mm-hmm. look like. A couple that didn't come up, Sleepless in Seattle, I, I would have thought somebody would have had that. It. You mentioned it, just mm-hmm. not on a list. Yeah. Um, okay. Another real good teen comedy that I was close to putting on, but she's the one, Freddie Prince Jr. Uh-huh. Uh, so that's a pretty good one. Um, and I'm sure there's a whole bunch more. I think Julia Roberts had a couple more Runaway Bride, a couple other types like that. So I had that. I also on a long list nine months with Chad yes. Hugh Grant and yeah. I, like, I thought I for sure that'd be on your list. I almost picked you know, that I kinda one. I was looking at it, but those other ones I thought you know I rate a little higher. But I liked the other cast besides even Hugh Grant. But because um, uh, I was Williams actually was waiting for that, the Birdcage right? to pop up. Oh yeah, and it didn't. So. Oh. 
I didn't even think about I didn't that think one. Of that as a rom-com. I don't think of it as a rom-com. I don't know. But you're I trying guess. to get the two of them together, yes, but, but the senator and them are breaking them up. Story. Like that's I not gotcha. the focus yeah. of it. Was that the a, that was nice? That was the 90s. But that's more to me a comedy. Yeah, I didn't have any. I had no cutting room floor. Because I do like that one. Yeah, that's good. No cutting room floor. No cutting room. No, the only one that I want to go back and rewatch because I know I liked it was Gross Point Blank. Oh, also good movie. And I know it was a good movie, but I couldn't say anything about it. I want to rewatch that. I was close to putting that on too, but I might save that for a different list. So, because I look at that a little differently, but that's fine. That's a fantastic movie. So, well. First, I'd like to thank mm-hmm. our wonderful, beautiful wives for coming on the show and giving us a little of, and giving all of our listeners a little in, insight into how all of us operate. Into this crazy madness. Into this crazy madness. <laughs> so, but uh, it's been a great ride. You got anything to close, Paul? No, I just think it's always fun sitting around and laughing with you guys. So, yeah. uh, that was fun. No. Yeah. So. Yeah, I was excited to hear though because I I knew I'd probably forget about some movies. Yeah, so yeah. Oh, yeah. it's nice to hear ones because now I want to go home and watch a few mm-hmm. of these. Watch the rest something. of the yes. weekend. That'll be fun. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I'm sure that's all we'll do. We'll just sit and watch movies. <laughs> You're just gonna lesson plan. That's all that's really gonna happen. So. Well, that brings us to the end of this episode of Totally 80s and 90s Recall. We hope you've enjoyed reliving our favorite romantic comedies from the 1990s. What did we get right or wrong, or did we miss something altogether? Let us know on Twitter or our website, which are both included in the show notes. You can also email us at totally80s90s at gmail.com with comments or show ideas you may want to hear in the future. Any emails we get may be read on future episodes. Finally, if you like the podcast, please hit the subscribe button, like the show, give it a thumbs up, give it five stars, and share it with your friends. Share it across social media that will only help the show grow and give us an opportunity to reach a bigger audience. Our homework for next time is going to be the top alternative songs of 1994. Alternative songs in 94. Alternative okay. songs. Okay. Should be uh should be a good one. Any, I'm looking forward to that one. Any definition of alternative? Whatever you think alternative is. Okay. I would just say if it's not a top 40 pop type song. Okay. You know. Okay. So okay. we'll see what you come up with. That'll be fun. We'll, we're always excited to see where you uh, <laughs> stretch that out. And find out what you uh, determine are those kinds of songs. Okay. No, that'll be fun. You got anything else? Nope. Fancy goodbye? No fancy goodbye. All right.